0: This groovy tune by Bill Withers. (sighs) So, yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Black Mesa Radio. Today, we are in my garage with your host, Josh, along with...
1: Nate. Seth.
0: And guest host... Andrew. Yeah, it's Chase's brother. So, today, we're going to be talking about the Chinese social credit system. Um, We're going to be talking about anti-vaxxers and a whole lot of other stuff. So, let's get
2: going. (laughs)
0: and I can fade it out too look at that we got live drops now people live drops so the social credit system which is just bonkers to me um, is essentially like that like you were saying it's a Black Mirror episode it's Nosedive you have credits that Everybody votes on everybody else. Um, you get points given to you for doing positive things, like talking positively about the government and doing good deeds. You get things. You get negative points uh, by doing things like drinking alcohol, playing video games, buying, purchasing excessive items, associating with people that buy excessive items or drink alcohol or view pornography.
3: Um, what else? Yeah, this article that you sent us said. I was, I was actually looking for what it's based on, right? And it says your social ranking in the government's eyes might be lowered if you evade taxes, scam other people, make fake ads, or take up extra she- seats on the train.
4: Everyone hates that. There's also,
0: so, uh, uh, if, you, spread. if you talk disparagingly about the social credit <laughs> system, you lose social credits as well. So you can't even complain about it.
3: Wait, say that bit again?
0: if you talk disparagingly about it or associate with people that are disparaging the system, you lose points.
3: Crazy. Yeah. And then like kinda crazy. So that it came out recently because the headline was that it's blocked a bunch of people from using transportation either. Yes. Like buying plane tickets or what was the I other mean, like thing train or tickets. I thought.
0: Yeah. From what I've understood you airplane
3: can, and high speed train tickets, both Yeah.
0: It can go so. from you can't leave your city or the country to you can't leave the city to like you can't leave your town.
4: And it's still I mean, it's still a pilot program right now. Yeah. I mean, they haven't rolled this out in the nation or anything. It's just they're just in tweaking like certain it places and uh, seeing how it works and how people respond to it. And
0: how many participants like so over six million participants. And it's still a pilot program.
4: That's like that's scary. Yeah. I'm right. In a country with over a billion people, though.
3: So. No, not <laughs> way more than six million participants. They prevented six million people from. Taking flights of 2017, tens of millions, and it's up to up to 17.5 million for flights and 5.5 million for trains have been blocked. Yeah, so there's probably some overlap there, right? Sure. You got you got blocked from both. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's well. First of all, China has an insane number of people, so when we talk about numbers, it's a little hard to to grok. It's hard to grok. Sorry. Clock. What is the population of China? Man, it's over it's a like, billion. It's over a billion. 1.3 a billion. So when we're talking 20 million, that's but what percentage? That doesn't
4: make any individual less of an individual just because they're part of
1: a society that has over a billion people.
3: Sure it does. No, I mean it, it makes the problem on a different scale then. Though. Yeah, the problem
1: like, on a different scale, but also like, you know, when you're talking about percentages of people that are that don't like it or whatever, it changes the picture a little bit when you like, realize that you're talking about three times the amount of people. I mean, you get used to hearing like American statistics. Get right up on your mic, there, Nate.
3: So if Nate. they have a well, I guess we Too should. Late. Never mind. Give me a second. I'll come back.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like,
4: it doesn't matter if it's 16 million people blocked. I mean, that's like 16, 20 times the number of people who live in Wyoming. So, you know, when you, if you're trying to compare it,
1: right? Yeah, okay. to something in the states. So, in Individual 2017, rights don't really translate like that.
3: 2017, China had a population of 1.4 billion. So we're talking twenty or sorry. Yeah, twenty million people in a population of one point four billion is like one point five percentage of their population.
4: Right. I mean that, but that's just to demonstrate how it's a pilot program that yeah. doesn't have so, it say anything about whether or not it's good. I mean
3: yeah, well I'm I, I get that, but I wanted to put it in perspective, right? Sure. We're acting like like when you say twenty million people, that's one, it is a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. But also it's like such a small percentage that it's not like they're widespread everywhere, you know, just like lockdown movement of the people. Absolutely.
0: What so cities is it being used in right now? Is it just one, one big city? Can you please <laughs> pronounce
3: them for the microphone?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going to put you on blast here.
3: I, why would I know? I don't know. You're the one. You have the article
0: because o- you have the article open. I closed it. I didn't Many, see anything. many days ago.
3: I didn't see anything <laughs> that gave specific cities. <clears> so but I feel like I derailed this a little bit. But how so? Uh, I don't know. We're still talking we were it. talking it's about fine. stuff before we started, listeners. I apologize. But <laughs>
4: We well, we're, we're talking about the social credit system and yeah. what it is, what it uh how we see it. Uh, as it continues to roll out, what is it the Communist Party thinks they're learning from this pilot program? You know, I think no one is under any illusions that they're learning how to better control their population through this pilot program. That's right, what like it's that's, about. What yeah, mm. that's what they're, yeah, that's what they're. Like it's to not do. really a secret.
1: Yeah, that and also like there's when you <clears throat> when you start doing big data analysis of like complex systems like that, there's all kinds of ways that you can interpret the data and like juxtapose the data against other data and stuff like that and learn all kinds of things about people beyond the surface level stuff, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so, uh, a dumb example could be like the NFL combine where like you take how many times a guy can bench press or whatever, and you take how fast he can run the 40 and how fast he can do the three cone drill. And it's like, well, those three things on their own are interesting, but they don't give you a very good picture of like how the person's going to be on the field, like as an athlete or whatever. But then they have like super complicated, Um, formulas and algorithms and everything that take those numbers and use them in different ways to give you like a better picture of what. So it'll be interesting to see what the Chinese government, if we even are able to find out, I don't know if they're going to keep that under lock and key. I don't know how much of that information they're going to make available, but it'll be interesting to see like what the the Chinese government's able to find out about its people by just tracking Mm. a few different parameters about their life.
4: social interactions, yeah. Yeah.
1: Are they going
0: to track us for
3: talking about it? So probably, just don't There's, travel there. It's fine. <laughs> There's an interesting point in that, like, the goal of any government in some ways is to, like, control the behavior of their population, right? Like, that's why we have laws. It's like, no, you can't do this, mostly because it is going to infringe on somebody else's rights, right? Like, that's where we normally want to draw the line. So, like, influencing social behavior is something that a government can properly be a part of, but this definitely seems to go way too far.
4: Right, I mean, I think if you're trying to control uh, and I think control is beyond it, but you're trying to mold behavior uh, in a way that um, helps uh, freedom and freedom of interaction to flourish. Like you can see that in in the way that you treat the people. Are you treating them as an end in and of themselves where their flourishing freedom is of utmost importance to you and the people in the government or, are you treating them as a means to an end, which is to squelch rebellion, to make sure that dissent is is keep, not discussed? Yeah. You know, then you're not talking about freedom flourishing; you're talking about authoritarian control. And it's it's I think it is definitely a scary prospect because all this is is made uh, available by um, machine learning and AI, um, or at least narrow AI. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, Lord help us if China ever achieves. Um, you know, large-scale AI. Um, then, who knows what they could do to control their
3: population. Um, what would a communist AI look like? Deep questions. <laughs> uh,
4: but it's another thing to, to bring up, though, that I thought was interesting, and in, in some of the stuff that I'd read. And I, I don't have this pulled up, so I can't reference it specifically. But uh, that the, a lot of the people who are participating in the pilot program like the program in China. They are. Yeah. In favor of it, they they see it as punishing people who are um, misbehaving in their eyes, and and they get rewarded for behaving, and they like that system. But is you know? that do we know that that's
0: true, or is that just because everybody who talks against it loses points and is silenced?
3: Exactly. So you don't hear from those people, and they definitely aren't speaking out as much. Right. Yeah, I mean, but I think it's reasonable
4: to assume that some people would. I mean, it's well, it's like a public shaming system, and I mean, yeah. just think about how many people pile
3: on everyone who comes out that says, "Oh, I was once in blackface."
4: And then yeah. everyone jumps onto them because there's a public shaming. Everyone
3: wants them well, to there, be punished. There definitely was a part in uh, in the article Josh posted. You should put it in the I'll put it in the description or whatever. I mean, make a note. But it was like there was a video that went viral of a guy some kind of bad behavior on the train, and everyone was piling on, being like, "No, this guy needs to be punished," and actually more than you're doing to him, like, like take out this kind of behavior. So yeah, like, it's, people it's don't want to deal with those behaviors. Allowed all of a sudden. I was, was? Yeah, that was weird. I was probably yelling. I'm sorry. No, I'm I,
0: excited. I need to adjust to you. It's just, I mean, it's doxing, is what it is. Like, it's, right. sure. It makes doxing like, easier.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, shaming. It, public shaming. But it makes me think of
4: the East German Stasi. I mean, when when you mm. take it out of the hands of like law, actual law enforcement to deal with actual crimes, and you turn it into people reporting other people in, now everyone is in on the. Everybody's an agent of the government, exactly, and it yeah. uh, it, it breeds distrust, uh, not yeah, able to, to be open
1: and and to convene and talk about things. And it, I'm not sure we can live with like any more distrust among like the American. I was about locals. to say that might
3: be part of the goal, anyways, in China. Sure. like.
1: Yeah, get everybody fragmented and then they, then they can't do anything. Is they're easier something. to control? I mean, that's true, sure, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely
3: part of East German philosophy on that front. I feel
1: everybody
4: like everybody
3: against each other? I feel like that's a big part of any authoritarian regime mm-hmm. is, you know.
4: And it's I – don't, I don't think that it's an excuse or something, but it's also just from, you know, thinking anthropologically or something. The history of China is – and their culture is, is unique here. They have always been – the idea um, for many centuries now of one China—they they all—they all, they see themselves in their government a lot more than other uh, cultural institutions have the, to 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 debase the individual uh, in favor of the whole as um, something that uh, particularly in the West hasn't always been um, paramount, especially since the Enlightenment. Um, but so i think they're they to some degree culturally are a little more primed to be more accepting of something like this because it uh at least from what i've read you know they as a as a culture tend to see themselves you know as you know whether it was the the emperors of old or something you know there was there was pride in that and that you as an individual didn't matter so much as the success of of the one china right yeah um, so that this, there that may be a perfect opportunity for them to do this pilot program because they have a, a cultural history of, of participation and that sort of thing.
0: Do you guys think it would work here, or people would be on board for it?
4: As much as people love Candy Crush, I bet people
3: would be on board it here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's that's what it is. It, it's just rewards it for depends, doing good things. It and, depends how it comes about, right? Like, if it were a mandated government program, people would be against it, right? They they'd rebel against that Like, sure it has to be this way but if apple did but it if it's oh optional, yeah oh yeah yeah
1: people are like yeah, yeah sign me up this is a new apple program i'm just taking part in so apple will tell me who i should and shouldn't be friends with yeah and well if apple i don't is have like, to think about it anymore <laughs>
3: apple is like now you can rate people yeah now you can rate people so you know everyone you're going to interact with like yeah are they going to be good or are they going to be kind of yeah. an ass and you got to watch yourself like yeah. Well, so, you can see that I, this I, I is noticed. basically the plot to nosedive. It really is. i noticed recently on my on my phone, and
4: it and it can be helpful uh, that um, I think Microsoft updated Edge to to give you information about the websites you visit, and like particularly news websites, and whether or not they're verified, or and how to what level they've been verified, and what are their sources, and all the sorts of stuff. You could easily see that outsourcing to the people you interact with before you make a phone call. Why can't they use all the information yeah, out there I mean, in the in the web to say like, what type of person this person is based on what they post, what they read, what they listen? Well, to. I mean,
3: how but, much do you should you trust them? I mean, corporations are people, so we're only like half a step away from there, that anyways. <laughs> That's a different. <laughs> conversation. So if you're rating, <laughs> come on, <now. laughs> I'm joking, but but really, like rating businesses, right, and then like doing that, keeping that scale, it's halfway there maybe i mean it's mm-hmm. it is a pretty big leap from there to rating personal interactions but it's you know it's possible what's to get there what
0: scares me about the whole thing is i really do feel like people in the u.s i feel like a good chunk of people would be loud and you know disparaging of this thing but i feel like more people would be like yeah whatever yeah it's just another thing
1: yeah the older i get the more i'm like i don't know if people are good or bad but i do think that people are lazy
3: yeah yeah That's
1: like good point pretty much everybody's lazy
3: You just can't be on top of everything. Me
1: too. Like, I
3: mean, no, I mean, I'm just talking like it's actually physically impossible to like be on top of the news, be on top of your own life, you know, be on top of, you know, what's going on in the world and how you can adjust it and do all this stuff while also like being present in your own life and doing things. I feel like it's actually impossible. That's one of
4: the best explanations why I've heard anyone make of why direct democracy would be a huge problem. Potentially. Because you physically can't keep up with all of it. You have to delegate. There has to be
1: division of labor. I mean, technologically,
3: like we could try direct democracy at this point. Oh, absolutely. But it would be real bad. It would look like Twitter.
4: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you've been on Twitter, it would be terrible. (laughs) If if you think people are lazy and
3: don't want to put in the work effort. People people also love to troll. Like we get lots of Bodie McBoat face (laughs) going on. Oh, my gosh.
1: Trump is Bodie McBoatface. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh. I actually kind of like that description.
3: Like,
1: <clears throat> yeah.
3: And now like, everyone
4: loves Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> it's one of the best
3: parts of the internet. <laughs> I, I think Bodie McBoatface was always one of the best parts of the internet, but I don't know Be-
1: because like everybody has that. Everybody because has a little so bit of that in time. them. Yeah, everyone's I got think. that
3: little bit of that trollingness like, in them.
1: <laughs> I just want to see, like, yeah, whatever it is. I don't know what that is, but it's, like, Jordan Pearson's controversial, I guess, but, like, he he, he compares it to, like, vandalism. Like, yeah it's it's the same as, like, a kid, like, getting a hold of a bottle of spray paint and just, like, spray painting a a dick on the side of a building or something. Like, you just want to see this, like, this thing that you put out there that other people are going to have to look at. Like, it's...
4: They always say one of the funniest things that you see is someone of high standing cursing. It's just funny. You just yeah. you know in a in a place in a situation where they should be um, you know uh, upstanding and all sorts of stuff to to see them you know curse is is can be hilarious you know whether it's at the Oscars or uh, in a in a you know a speech or something you know which is why now you see all sorts of politicians out there cursing regularly because they're trying to make them seem more authentic and connecting with people and because they of more real of the people.
3: so...
0: they're one of us (laughs) us.
3: um no no so josh you may know the answer to this or you may not to go back to the chinese thing a little bit Mm -hmm. um wasn't in china it was somewhere in asia it might have been like hong kong or singapore but there was like to handle jaywalking there were intersections that like had really bad jaywalking problem i've never heard this okay well, it's a similar thing. And so I wanted to bring it up because it's interesting. I, I feel like it maybe was Hong Kong or Singapore. I'll try and look it up here in a second after okay. I explain it. But so they had a huge problem with it. So their goal was they had a huge television screen like across the street of that. Mm. And you know they had cameras on the intersections, obviously. So they would just like blast people's faces up there <laughs> if you got after they jaywalked. Sure. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, yeah, oh. and just put them on blast for everything. So it was a huge way of public shaming to like clear up that intersection it's the stocks so. you know i don't know why but what if so you don't
1: to the care like was there any ramifications was, other than that i was gonna than, say you're gonna have people going oh well no. you think that's bad like wait till you see the next thing i do and then like the people are gonna start treating infamy as like a new sort of fame like that's the troll it instinct. does
3: it definitely relies on um yeah having shame and like a population that is going to respond to shame and
1: i'm telling you like people can be desensitized to anything and eventually you're going to desensitize people to social shame which is well it's already happening it was terrible
3: it was also china yeah it's already yeah chinese authorities use facial recognition public shaming to crack down on jaywalking and criminals in shenzhen shenzhen sure so (laughs) sounds good
0: yeah. I, do, I do think you're right, though. I think. Oh, that-
3: it's not just their photographs. As a result, photographs of pedestrians caught in the act, along with their names and social identification numbers, are now instantly displayed on LED sc- screens installed at road junctions. Yeah,
1: I'm definitely not cool with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it
3: may even be part of the same program. I, I've, I've had multiple
0: tweets posted on those billboards by Lamar, and I thought that was pretty cool. So <laughs> I feel like if I could just jaywalk to get that same kind of recognition, why not? <laughs>
1: Yeah, or, just josh uh, jaywalking with a big smile on his face promoting then,
0: promoting our podcast
1: yeah. holding a sign
0: <laughs> yeah see what i'm saying like
1: do
4: that's, something stupid that's what it it on happen. youtube and everyone knows your name yeah for a minute I don't, I don't know i don't or fake a hate crime you know
0: <laughs> oh, wow that took a turn <laughs> <laughs> i
4: was going places right there it, it's all it's all of the same ilk really
0: is it
3: yeah Jaywalking it, uh, to
4: hate crime it's attention attention getting
1: Faking a hate crime. That's a. It is part of why we
3: can't have nice things, though, right? Like that.
1: The troll instinct.
3: Yeah, the troll instinct. It's like because you can't avoid it, you can't ever be fully one hundred percent sincere. Well, and you have to like people don't. I don't know. What do you mean we can't have nice things? I don't. I don't understand that.
1: (laughs) It's a big limiting factor on the uh, efficacy of social interaction and like our ability yeah. to deal always. with each other and our ability to like get on the same page and work towards a common goal. And like, cause you're always going to have people who undermine everything that everybody else is like taking seriously. I see you were talking more like ideologically or
4: like we can't achieve nice things. Like
3: Policy wise, not
4: necessarily materialistically. No,
3: I just meant since you brought up that faking the hate crimes sure. thing with what's his name? Jess, Joe, or Smollett? that or guy from Empire or, whatever. or something. But like, yeah, I've already I forgotten don't know his, his name. name. People, people like that screw it up for everyone else. You True. see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, and that's what I'm saying is, I don't know. Yeah, was
4: what, it uh, 95% of the rules are made for 5% of the population? I
3: yeah, feel like this that is that
4: the third week in right.
0: a row we've had that same kind of, like, avenue of conversation. Of, like, we can't have nice things. Yeah. Like, it's like laws are in, are in place terrible. because some people wreck it. Most yeah. people would be good. We talked about that all
3: last week, how, like. No matter what laws you set up, there are going to be people that try and like end run around it somehow.
1: Absolutely. We that's talked that. about the and last not only that, but like that too. use use the law to like benefit their position somehow, just based on their like situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's anyway. We don't have to do that again. No, I, I'm not saying we
0: shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that, to that seems our like last a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a we theme went in depth there, <laughs> and the one before that,
3: and we've, probably the one before we've talked that. about it twice now. So um,
1: with any like a government intervention, like the Chinese social credit system or anything like that, the question always comes down to, well, like who's going to make the law or who's going to write the yeah. algorithm? Like, mm-hmm. cause there's a lot of ideas that sound great. And so you go, well, who are these perfect people that are going to like oversee this and make it work and make it fair and like all that other stuff. And like every, it seems like every like human idea that we come up with, like you can just ask that question and you can, most of them break down. Yeah. They start to break down immediately. But like, yeah, like we, we kind of touched on it, but like in the United States, like I feel like the average American is a lot more comfortable with just some company doing it, even though like it's, it's just as big a threat to um, the social fabric as like the government doing it. But like, we're fine if as long as it's, you know, quote unquote, like a private company, it's not like a specifically like government. Like
2: well, government I mean, I think, and I think you whatever. already,
4: you know, obviously it's not as, it's not as invasive yet, but I mean, I think you see certain elements of that with Facebook. Um, the idea of the virtue signaling and trying to fit yeah. in and, and make so, you know, everyone changes their Facebook profile to, you know, when some tragedy happens or something, just to try to make it seem like you're not on the outside and you're on the inside. That's right. not
3: where I thought you were going with the Facebook analogy. I thought you mm-hmm. were talking about like the idea that we, like, there's huge uproar about like the NSA collecting all this personal information sure. about the citizens and all this stuff. But once mm-hmm. it's a corporation doing it, once it's Facebook, that like we just give them these details. One right. thing is like the government has, has access to thing about the
1: government it. like has access to a lot of that. I mean, yeah, but as far right. as like
3: compiling it all together but and people
1: didn't, like a file. People weren't it. as outraged about it when it came out that
4: Facebook was doing it. That right. was when the NSA was. And part, that's and because Facebook the, the NSA didn't stuff. give us Facebook. A big problem too is that like <laughs> at least we got something in exchange, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure.
0: Well, no, I think it's one of them is a government agency and the other was something people opted into. Sure. And it's like, well, I, you know, I jumped in on board with this company and I knew they were shady to begin with, so.
4: Did you though? I don't know. I didn't. I assumed they were. I mean, but it's fascinating to think about. I mean, we don't people don't really think about Facebook in that way these days. But Facebook started ranking people. That's why it's called the Facebook. You rank their face.
3: Ranking faces (laughs) against each other, (laughs)
4: particularly female faces. Yeah, it started as a dumbass. You know, so it's college college dorm stuff, and it expanded there, and it still, in certain ways, is about ranking people. Like, and it collects information and data and you can determine who you want in your life and who you don't want in your life. And, uh, you know, and, but now they collect that data that you voluntarily give them and they sell it to other corporations and institutions and the government to help them determine. I'm
3: pretty sure Facebook is a cesspool and just a collection of a bunch of baby pictures. Those are like the two
0: things that are (laughs) available. All I put on there (laughs) is just baby pictures. (laughs) So according to this, uh, some of the things that can happen to you as a, like, a result of getting a low score is we know we talked about the travel ban already like you sure. can't fly can't get on a train um they're saying that they can change your internet speeds they can throttle your internet.
4: net neutrality now you're touching a the nerve
0: <laughs> they can ban you or your kids um from it says the best schools and there's a lot more detail on that but i'm not going to read it right now um so they can stop you from getting the
1: best jobs whatever that means i guess good jobs um and then hang on can you read the little it's just like a short can you just read what's under that trust breaking individuals would also be banned from doing management jobs in state-owned firms and big banks some crimes like fraud and embezzlement would also have a big effect on social credit well that makes sense i'd be okay with that i mean if you're talking about punishment for crime i mean i'm fine with this if i can make it work for me
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh hotel stays you can't stay in certain hotels if you have a low score um and they can take your dogs away let's see what's this one no
4: that would never fly in america people that take their kids away fine but their pets no (laughs) now you've touched a you always find a way to drop an
0: f-bomb right in the middle of somebody else's point so i can't edit it oh that's okay okay so because we can say like all sorts of stuff on here but we can get uh, an explicit rating on itunes for dropping dropping the f-bomb so i bleep it out to keep us from getting that explicit rating (laughs) but you always make it hard my bad
4: no it's okay you never told me that before
0: yeah
4: now apple's trying to control our language
0: it's really annoying, actually. Um, let's see. So the pet one, it says, The eastern city of Jinan started enforcing a social credit system for dog owners in 2017, whereby pet owners get points deducted if the dog is walked without a leash or causes a public disturbance.
4: Does that include defecating in places and not cleaning it up? Because I'd be in favor of that. <laughs>
0: Those who lost all their points had their dogs confiscated and had to take a test on regulations required for pet ownership to get the dogs back.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, see, like, some of these actually sound like solid ideas that you'd be in favor of, I, but actually enforcing I I it disagree. is a
1: nightmare. The problem is all the crap that's going come to come in through the door behind it. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah,
4: and it's, I mean, it's more than just enforcing it. I think philosophically it's just problematic.
3: Like, I mean, if you could enforce that, like, people have to pick up their dog's poo... You're, we're all for that right like right but we don't say Except and if you don't dirty, we're going to take it away from that. you
4: you say we'll send you a fine you know maybe maybe yeah, you'll sure. have to do time yeah maybe
3: the punishment doesn't fit but like philosophically you're enforcing it mm-hmm. so i can't put a hat on over my. <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering if you were going to do it <laughs> Uh, Listeners,
0: Seth, we're in my garage and it's pretty cold in here. And uh, Seth tried to put a hat over his headphones. Yeah, that did not work at all. Also, listeners, if you can hear the humming in the background, that's my uh, heater. (laughs) Just kind of rattling off. So sorry about the slight noise in the background. Anyway, back to the subject.
3: Yeah. Uh, Well, for anyone who hasn't seen Nosedive, there's a Black Mirror episode called Nosedive. You should go watch it because there's basically this social rating system set up in the U S we're basically, you know, after every interaction with a person, sure. you know, you go, you go buy a coffee and you rate the person like a five star or a whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's all this stuff that's built off of it. Nothing explicit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They never really
0: go into like, like there's no harsh explicit punishments.
3: punishments, right. That, that, but there are a lot of things like it was related to your rating.
0: It was purely social. Know. Like people interacted well, with but you it does Like
3: it does affect like your work. Right. Yeah, like that's true. What jobs you have and can get, sure. promotions, stuff like
4: that. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, when you think it, about jobs and education and stuff in Asia already, like in just reality, their system is much more curtailed than our system. Uh, they have uh, tests; the they take so many more tests, and the tests they take, the tests you take, can determine what jobs you can get for like the rest of your life. You know, they don't. They have so many people. And so many people who want to be doctors or be uh, go into engineering or whatever because those are the best jobs, they don't have the space to train them all. So, like, they have to whittle it down and you take a test and they say, look, based on this score, you get to go. Based on this score, here's what's available to you for pretty much the rest of your life. You know, that's a huge amount of pressure particularly on a young person who's determining what i make on this test which is why you see all this crazy stuff about students and they're hooked up to ivs and stuff so they can study like through the night and take these tests and Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's a it's such a huge population as we talked about 1.4 billion people in china another you know 1.2 billion in india right next door uh, that the quest for uh, work and education to to provide for you and your family is an intense competition, uh, more so than than here uh, in the U.S. And uh, I think a lot of people. So you're
3: saying it's more capitalist than here.
4: Uh, I don't know about <laughs> capitalist, <laughs> <Sorry>. but <clears throat> but it certainly is I more. Just, it's I'm just ripping on the
1: intense competition yeah. bit of it.
4: No, so. I mean I don't know about. It's competition in the form of like depending on what your score is, but I think it's not
1: necessarily competition within the field, though. It's yeah. competition prior to being able to enter the field, right? And even so you know,
4: co- and even having the money, capitalism, right? Even having the capital is no guarantee of getting to do what you want to do. It, you know, you have to actually make the score. Um, so you can't I, just buy. I don't your actually way think
3: in. that I just like. It struck me as funny yeah. that that's that's what is supposed to. Single out capitalism yeah. is I mean it, the best thing. It definitely, the it definitely
4: it definitely creates competition for for placement in, within the educational. Um, so you'd think that they would do their students probably behave a lot better than here in the yeah. U.S. <laughs> but
0: there would also be less incentive to try and course correct if you really got off um, like in a bad way, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like doesn't matter. I'm screwed. So I feel like that would be. Breed its own underground.
4: Yeah, there's not a lot of place for for redemption or or second chances. Um, Yeah. No room for grace, you know. But but at the same time, I have to say, you know, I don't know what the solution is, you know, when you have that many people and you don't have the place and they're overwhelmed with trying to get in. Yeah, you're saying they
3: like physically can't. There's no way to like train those people. Right. All the people that want want to do it, they don't have the the capacity.
4: And, and I mean, so then you'd say, I mean, the capitalism form you're of that the would slack. be that the, the educational institutions would raise the prices and then those who couldn't afford it. But are they wouldn't all go. free? I, I don't know whether or not they're free. I don't know. I don't know the, the funding mechanisms for insurgency. education. I doubt that they're all free. Like, but
3: also then that like, so you're just excluding on a different merit, like you're excluding on ability to pay rather than talent. Sure. So it's not a meritocracy. Well, it's more of a
1: perceived talent as close as you can get to right. a written test. Yeah. I mean, no, like obviously, now, obviously
3: it's going to be imperfect, but you're changing the whole philosophy behind why you're making sure. selections. And I mean,
4: and we have admission tests in this country for all yeah. sorts of things. I mean, you take the LSAT or the MCAT or whatever, and they use that to determine or what like schools literal, you can. Just the SAT and the ACT for yeah, college. Um, you know I, mean? I mean, but yeah, and but it, you can usually apply and get in even if without those, like potentially like you don't, they're not required or mandated at most places you can make a major university. I think, I mean, you you can go to any community college basically. You could write an essay and make a case for yourself and possibly be heard.
3: Maybe, but I don't know. Um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, I think they do start sorting a lot younger though. Like they start that. And actually even in places in Europe, I remember this is a long time ago now, but So it's maybe out of date, but I studied German in college and we talked a little bit about, you know, the country of Germany and their system, but they start like splitting out for, you know, different levels like that at, you know, 12, 13 Mm -hmm. to where some are on the track to go to the gymnasium, the, which is more or less like the equivalent of high school on the track to college. Okay. And then some are, you know branched off to like apprenticeships for different vocations vocation type jobs little
0: Johnny's not going to college (laughs) little
3: Johnny's gonna go I do think there's there's too much pressure even here to go to college not everyone needs to go to college oh I agree with that 100% vocational is way better it's way better for some people
0: absolutely stem fields in general just like we don't push those enough either yeah vocational and stem
4: no yeah I agree I think stem we have an opportunity in this country that, where we could to to do a big uh, a big moon shoot, if you will, um, in funding STEM uh, education and helping people get more STEM education. And that's everyone's concerned about. I mean, all the news lately funding right? for Concern, schools concerned concerned that we're going what to be eclipsed, be eclipsed by China. <laughs> concerned that we're going to be eclipsed by China, and we easily could be in the in the coming five G revolution. Uh, and other technological advances, uh, hypersonic weapons and things like that. And, you know, the, the traditional thought was that, well, China was really good at stealing our technology and for a time they were, but they've since caught up and often surpassed us and stuff. And now they're creating yeah, their own technology. It, the, yeah. the, the, the theft of technology is left less of the, the concern. Now it's the actual competition and, you know, based on their sheer size of their population, they put out something like over 50,000, you know, highly trained engineers a year, um, mm-hmm that are that are, you know, and we're, we're not even putting out anything close to that. Uh, and we, if we want to keep up the, the, the next generations, it's just like the last generation. It's, it had to be, it it did with technology. It had to do with technology. It wasn't, um, you know, our government system helped us. Um, but it was, it was our commitment to, to pursuit of progress, um, technologically and medically and, um, all sorts of ways that helped us to, to shoot that, uh, shoot the gap and, uh, Create space between us and, the, and our next closest competition. So if we want to do something like that again, we have to really buckle down. I think and all uh, send our kids to coding school, right? No, just kidding.
3: There are. Uh, you know they have <laughs> programs that teach like. Oh yeah, very yeah, young I've seen them. No, I've there are, them.
0: there are games that you can get for like like Jameson. Jameson has a Kindle um, that he um, once he gets a little older. I haven't. I don't want to put it on him yet, but there's like coding games that you can like learn to code through. Sure. Like making a little character do different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna hundred percent get him on board with that. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a necessity in the future.
4: Yeah, especially if you it's want really someone to skill. fix your phone for you when you're, <laughs> you know, twenty years on and you need your kid to actually do something.
0: That's exactly that, right.
4: You know, I don't want to do that. Yep, I don't understand how this thing works.
0: I'm 32. I've stopped learning. That's how that works. <laughs> I'm done. Um, what was the? You guys might know this better than I. Um, what was the whole thing about Google? Like they're losing a swath of employees because they were helping out China with, I can't remember what it was now. Something shady. Probably
3: censorship.
4: Yes. No, that, that yeah, is they what agreed, it was. They agreed to censor things so that they their search engine could be used in China.
3: Yeah. You
4: know, that's that's the bargain that a lot of people make with China. Like you have to agree to the government's. Demands, basically. Prescriptions yeah. on various things if you want access to their market. I and read, most companies are willing to make that that deal.
0: I read somewhere that they were saying that they were China would have stolen it anyway. So you might as well get on board. <laughs>
3: that I exactly mean, yeah <laughs> i mean yeah i, I mean no, i don't uh, think that that justifies getting on board but no. i mean I, that was a google, kinda see the a google exact
0: of talking about it they're like they're gonna steal it regardless we might as well be
3: yeah oh. but they're not gonna do it as well or as efficiently i mean i don't know, I don't know. so no i mean i don't, think that's like saying i mean i mean the nazis were gonna win anyways i might as well have just joined up well like were,
1: i'm sure there are plenty of people who
3: oh yeah i'm sure the there logic. were that didn't make it right yeah. like
0: wasn't Henry Ford doing that? Wasn't he all about that? Oh, uh, Henry
3: Ford was just a Nazi. That's
0: what I thought. Like he was straight up just. Why are you just like straight up
1: Because I, I want to whisper. Oh, okay. I can. Because <laughs> you're in Ford Country. <laughs> we're, we're in Sparta, Oklahoma, <laughs> to give the listeners a distinct audio experience. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do a-, a special ASMR episode. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the ASMR
2: section of the.
4: Podcast. You'll you'll have to find out a way to like make. <laughs> Make this podcast uh, compatible with Dolby Atmos so that we can all come at people from different angles. We're, like they're in the center and we're all talking at them from like a different <laughs> corner.
0: The, uh, the amount of money I would have to put into doing that would be worth totally it. Totally worth it. Yeah. Totally 100%. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were, they're, so Google's helping them censor folks and that's just... Lovely. Mm-hmm. Does it make you wonder what they're doing now without
3: telling us? Google? Mm. Or just in general. I think I mentioned this a few weeks back on the podcast, but like anyone whose slogan is don't be evil or at one time was don't be evil. That's <laughs> just like Chekhov's you slogan did. that <laughs> they're going to turn evil. Yeah.
0: That was, that was on uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah. And the, 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 other thing is that like the slogan is that because it could so easily be evil and like what they're doing is so potentially powerful. Yeah. That if they did become evil, they, it'd be
3: a they, major problem. They actually pulled the slogan. Sure. Like, within past year or two. <laughs> yeah. So, like, mm, just a now little. now we're open to it. Now <laughs> we're like, I mean,
2: we're flirting with the We <laughs> are, but you, you know, know. This,
4: this is moving a little bit away from China. But uh, a company that powerful makes you question, and I think a lot of people are beginning to question um, the application of antitrust law and how it yeah, gets applied, and, and maybe
3: antitrust know. law is more or less dead. Like. Just because of good. the way the way it's been enforced, like the laws mm-hmm. are still in the books, but they are not enforced mm-hmm. in any way. Well,
4: yeah, I mean, I think they've been interpreted in in ways that As I was saying, like people think of interpret, like I don't, I don't. I mean, the way that they operate now, they're you know, they aren't the traditional you know monopoly um, or trust. I mean, there's other search engines out there, but they certainly have a huge amount of the market. But yeah, it's it's about and market share, up competition, not, and
3: yeah, it's about market share. It's not um, about like how many other com- competitors there are. Mm-hmm. So.
4: But I mean, I mean, Microsoft was broke up partially broken up in in the early two thousands, and it just seems yeah, to me I that mean, qualified.
3: I don't see how Google and Apple. But they and came some back. And, others, yeah, and they probably should. Um, I mean, AT and T's the same way. AT and T was broken up yep, pretty significantly, but now they've like literally reacquired basically everything they had yep. before.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. So,
4: and now they own uh and more things. Yeah, T- Game the, of Thrones. That's the that's what we're all really concerned what? about. So, they own. yeah, they own HBO. They do. They own AT and HBO. Yeah, the, through Time Warner. Oh, that okay, explains
0: why Arya was using a cell phone yeah she had let iPhones. it said 5g e <laughs> though and it
4: was like
3: come on at&t 5g e that makes really? a whole lot of
4: sense she was like "Check him in the car
3: i'll text you um she just has like the list as a note on her phone <laughs> <laughs> let me pull up my list to read it down cersei joffrey oh yeah. my god
0: Thanks. joffrey's in there doing tiktok videos um Anyway, it's got way <laughs> off. Hand. What about Disney? Disney owns everything now. We're talking about companies that need to be broken up. That's spooky, yeah, right? I mean, I, they don't own. They own they forty-three own percent everything. of all U.S. media.
3: How much? Forty-three percent. Yeah, there's. Me and Nate that's had a, 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 a lot. Had a failed co-read that. of uh, a Noam Chomsky book, but like <laughs> even back fifteen years ago, there's something like seven like multinational corporations that own you know, 80 to 90% of the media market. Yeah. Sure. Like, it, and you're going all the way down to like local newspapers. Sure, These Things own the local newspapers. They own the national newspapers.
1: Sinclair Broadcast. broadcast. And those, Sinclair Broadcast. Those I like am. major yeah. companies set the narrative and then everybody else just follows suit. and yeah.
3: More or less. And that's what we yeah. get.
1: So. And that's why we need podcasts, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's why, why it's important. Podcast. Does it, is anybody, are you spooked a little bit by the fact that like, you know, Conan O'Brien has a podcast now. I mean, that's not like, Someone I don't mean to use him, not him specifically, but like the fact that these people that are already in like the mainstream media and already these like really well-established voices within the mainstream are starting to do podcasts now. Is I, that th- I think it it's weird depends. to me that
3: it's exploded so much that like I, it does seem like everybody has a podcast.
1: I love like the democratic, the sort of democratic nature of it. And that it seems like what made that work so good is that like there wasn't a ton of there wasn't a ton of money in it, like, and the people that the companies that like control like a lot of media and a lot of capital and everything, like they weren't interested in it because there wasn't a whole lot of money in it. But now through the advent of like advertising, like you have these these more like traditional media companies and people that like, get involved Digging now. And yeah. yeah, I just can't help but think it's going to get mm-hmm. watered down. It's going to get harder to harder to find those like unique. Voices, I mean, maybe. so the, the I don't nice know. Thing, maybe it's a silly thing to be worried about. I don't the know.
3: nice thing, and I think the reason I think podcasts won't disappear is that it's pretty cheap to do, to make and produce. Right? Yeah, like, we
1: have what two hundred fifty dollars
0: invested in ours, and like we've yeah. been able to do it easily.
3: I mean, so you just heard that there's two hundred fifty
4: dollars worth of equipment in Josh's garage.
0: Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, just most people to point that out.
1: Quite a bit of money in the garages. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. How much
4: cash is in your garage, Nate?
1: <laughs> not cash, but I mean like money yeah, I mean, worth of stuff. Like set of tools? Clubs, like tools? yeah.
4: Your car? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sure. Well, who uses a, gar- you get to heavy a garage that, to put cars in? <laughs> Maybe not in Oklahoma.
0: Use
1: a garage yeah. to put crap in.
0: I'm slowly cleaning mine out. This It was actually, we were, I wasn't able to get in here two weeks ago, and I've been cleaning it out so we could put the cars back in the garage. <laughs> it's
1: because a storage unit built onto your house.
0: I want to either put the cars in here or just convert it into a new another room, like one of the two. Yeah.
4: But it is amazing. I mean, to think. I mean, in, in terms of podcasts and just other means, particularly um, the advent of the cell phone and communication is 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 really changing the world. I mean, I uh, was reading something recently talking about. And and uh, in some of my experience on programs I worked on, where we had participants from Africa, and how important their phones are to their livelihood, to oh, their yeah. life. Like, I mean, for most of us here in the states, I mean, we check email and we do stuff, but we have other other means to achieve communication and banking and things like that. But in rural places in Africa, it's your phone is everything. It's yeah. your way to I mean, I to have in, commerce. Um, Which in you know,
3: rural places here, even
4: sure, sometimes, sure, that's yeah. A, yeah, definitely true. Um, but especially in like third world countries where. You know, there's, there's no, you know, the ability to transfer funds via your phone to someone else who has a phone uh, makes commerce possible, Um and, and in denominations that aren't easily, it. you know, inflated yeah. away and, um, you know, stuff like that. So it, it's really empowering a lot of people, um, and it's really fascinating. Yeah, um,
1: I really, really. That's one of the, one it's, of the things. Like, I think the jury is still out on whether this current like technological state is going to wind up being good or wind up being sure. bad. But like, that's one of the things I think is like extremely positive. Yeah. It's like, I can get on Venmo and I can send you dollars sure. like right now for stuff. Mm-hmm. It just frees yeah. up free trade so much. It's, yeah. I just love it. I love the idea. Well, of and
0: it. also, I mean, we've talked a lot today about information gathering, but it's just the sharing of information freely, like between people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just said, you guys, that article, and it took four seconds, you know, right. That's insane. That's something that we couldn't have done even like 15 years ago as easily. You know,
1: yeah, but it takes a lot of um, discipline not to get lost down crazy rabbit holes of false information and and all that. It's just something sure. we're still. It's just a tool, like we're still learning how to use. And,
4: I think. I mean, yeah. people are getting lost on those before the advent of cell phones and the internet and stuff. You know, conspiracy theories aren't true. New it was a little harder, internet, though. It was harder, but yeah. but and and I think that's what. And I I can't remember the article, but someone put it really well when they're talking about technology and how, um, it was really mis, uh, misplaced hope that people think that um like technology can be our savior. That if we just have better technology and we do things, it yeah. it will help the human beings transcend. You know, all this stuff, and they're like, no throughout time and including now technology has never done anything close to that technology just amplifies That's everything that humans everything already that have. Are, and you've yeah. seen that through social media and Twitter and all this stuff like it, it's it just, hasn't fixed the human just condition. Tools. It amplifies. They're it. just tools right. like tools we've had back to, right. and you can use them well the head, or you can like, use them for ill, but yeah, exactly. Um, and so it's, you still come back to the human condition and, and why you need, um, I, you know, I continue to put, put in plugs for ordered
3: Liberty and, um, Stuff like that. So
1: no matter where we go, there we are.
3: So say we all. So what was uh <laughs> Do I want to move to Topic, topic two? number two.
0: Topic yes, number two is yes. anti vaxxers. Because Nathan oh. really wants to defend anti vaxxers. Really?
1: And no. <laughs> I just want to like steel man what they're about a little bit. Because I feel like because they get so crazy with like their accusations about like what's in the stuff. They're always wrong about what's in the stuff. They should just totally stay away from the science. If they just kept it about if they just kept it about I don't feel comfortable being pressured by the government or anybody else to take injections of something that I don't understand, or to give my kids injections of something that I don't understand what's in it, then I feel like that's a halfway legitimate argument. But then they go, and there's like aluminum foil in it and that is bad for you. And, and the like, science is no actually way.
3: on my side. Yeah. They go that
1: way. Like But when they do that, like if they kept it in the within the realm of the philosophical, that's a halfway legitimate that's fair. argument. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with having a problem with that. Yeah. But then they try to just stay away from that guys. Don't do that.
4: I'm I'm okay with people being concerned about, about the government and, and intruding into their life. But I think you can, you can make a rational case for vaccinations where you shouldn't have to convince people that the government is necessary to do it. And the, the best, the best sentence I can read you that I recently read myself to, to make that case, is the sentence the first sentence on smallpox on the Wikipedia page. And I'll read it for you. It says, smallpox was an infectious disease caused by one of two vi- virus variants. The key part to that is was. smallpox was. That happened because of vaccination. Yeah. If, if yeah. you know, like, the I'm, idea I'm, that I'm, vaccines don't work or somehow are part of <laughs> government not a, control. I'm not an, anti, I'm not an no, anti-vaxxer. I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not saying you are. I'm just, if people out there are listening, I understand if you, if the government and you're concerned about the government is coming in, and and causing us, and it can be through vaccines and all sorts of other intrusions, as we've talked about, in social uh, and to manipulate you, they
3: put chemicals in the water that turned the frogs gay, George Soros.
4: <laughs> but vaccines can—I mean, it doesn't. You I'm can just Obama reasonably, like you can just reasonably look at the evidence and say vaccines <laughs> work; they are hugely effective, uh, and they have changed public health throughout the yeah. world.
3: Like it's for like a massive benefit to public health it's,
4: as a, as a precursor to vaccination, George Washington practiced inoculation of his soldiers at Valley forge to save them from smallpox. Something he had read, his wife had actually read to him about. And when it happened, he said, Hey, Martha told me about this. I think we should try it, or else we're all going to die here at Valley Forge <laughs> during the winter, and no one's going to be able to face the British in the spring. And they did it, and he saved he saved the Union, he saved the United States. So if you have a problem with vaccination, if you have a problem say, with George Washington in the United are States. American that's all I'm saying. Apple
1: pie, pretty much. You heard it here first, exactly. So according to the Communist. CDC, take your shots.
0: According to CDC, since 2008, the outbreak of just measles, something that's easily treatable with a vaccine, has increased exponentially up to where we've had. 17 major outbreaks in 2018. Um, Yeah, there was a huge
3: one somewhere in the Pacific Northwest just a couple uh, weeks ago. I don't know, Portland Portland, maybe?
0: Oregon, I'm sure it was Oregon. This is talking about a really big one in New York, New Jersey. um,
4: And
0: Orthodox Jewish communities.
4: I mean, one of the the best cartoons I saw recently was a a woman who had taken her kid who clearly had the measles to the doctor, and the doctor is explaining how serious measles can be. And the mother, the little speech bubble, she says, man, it's almost like I shouldn't be basing life and death decisions of my child based on a Facebook thread. <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. There are a whole host of people out there who have spent their lives talking and explaining why vaccines are healthy and why yeah. they work and why they're not dangerous. And you should go go read but, them.
0: But well, you could just use essential oils. And it's basically the same Totally thing. works. Yeah. Same thing. Totally fine. Exact Same thing.
3: I do want to push on this uh, point Nathan made a little bit, but... And kind of something we've danced around, but like I also understand not wanting to trust the government. Like you're saying, like that this is a government mandated things and it's not like they have a spotless record in that. Right. Like read up on the the Tuskegee experiments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eugenics. Like there are all sorts of awful, awful, terrible things that the government have done and like given people in the name of Mm -hmm. science or whatever else. So it's not like, we can just blindly trust them. I get that, but but so then, like, how do you dis- How do you distinguish between what you should and shouldn't believe? Well, I think it's on what they're telling you.
4: It's the other institutions that are telling you that aren't the government. It's the uh, American Pediatric Association. It's the um, you know all these various doctors and nurses associations out there that are independent of the government, who people are independently
3: trained. They've done studies. Right, but those, they haven't, uh, those they have those been it. It. involved with some of those other things as well. Like doctors were involved with the Tuskegee experiments. Like just because doctors were involved, doesn't mean they were sanctioned
4: by the, by the association. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I mean, I get that, but I like, there's also this idea that just the experts can be wrong. Like Mm -hmm. experts can be wrong. And those, Oh yeah. Those situations when they are wrong, jump out and like, um, they're Really memorable, if that sure, makes sense, sure. like, They're loud they mistakes. Have a, they have an outsized effect on what you think, right? Yeah, right. Like a company can be right, correct, on point 95% of the time, but or even 99% of the time. But if that one percent is a big enough problem, that's what's going to stick with people's minds. Mm. Um, yeah. well, we definitely have a negativity bias, so it's
4: a lot easier to, yeah, to be, recall negative things than it is positive things. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's just a, just human a straight condition. up that's what
3: we were talking bias. about for the podcast, yeah. So so, I mean, I, I can get, I can understand it philosophically in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. But the answer is that you have to, well, I was going to say you have to research it, but they like think that they do. they do.
4: They definitely do. Well, and no, it's, they think that they do. And I think it's important to, to talk and think about it differently. Bad and, research is still research. And the the different types of vaccinations and that <laughs> you don't just have to look and you don't just have to take the government word for it. I mean, you can, you can see the history right. of it. You can uh, of a specific vaccination. And if you're concerned about that vaccination, I agree. Any new vaccine that comes along is something that probably shouldn't be government mandated immediately. Right. We we don't just say, hey, we just came out with this last year and now we're making it. No, before it becomes a real public issue where we have the public trust behind something, it needs to have a trail of efficacy that we can say here is why we're mandating it. Because we have seen that it's safe. We have done it. We've done it. Over and, and over there's a again. big
1: jump between saying that the FDA is saying like okay if you want to do this and this is admissible exactly. and then saying okay you have to do this if you want to be able to function in America right so I mean it's a yeah. major jump it's
4: like the right to try stuff you know if, if you're on a level but it's through those people what? who who ha, are take those risks that we learn stuff but if we're forcing people I, to do stuff that we are unsure if it's safe or not that's where you get to the problems. Yeah that you've what? talked about
3: how mandated are vaccines as well. So for school, it varies by states.
0: Yeah. It varies by state. And then like schools
1: have certain ones that you have to mm-hmm. okay. um, I actually had a friend
3: awful. who, uh, you know,
1: was, uh, that's why I schooled. said pressured and not forced because I'm not actually sure yeah. to, like right. what degree that's, confusing. well, I mean, but it, but it
4: yeah, does, yeah, no, it, it nice impacts your ability to participate. That. Like I said, I had a friend, he went, he had been homeschooled most of his life and, uh, he went on to, uh, attend a university, a large public university, and uh, one of the re- things you had to do was you had to be vaccinated for these various things. And he'd actually never received these vaccinations. His parents, I don't think, were anti-vaxxers per se, but it just, just wasn't had, a part of their – Yeah. And so he went and he got the vaccinations, uh, particularly the MMR one, measles, uh, mumps, and rubella. And uh, he actually contracted mumps from the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And so it does still happen. That's it's not what they do. yeah, and it and it and it was actually a big thing because the doctors had never seen a case of mumps because they're so rare because everyone's so vaccinated against yeah. it that yeah. that he was like a test case. The people <laughs> like, brought him in they're like bring in the other doctors so they can see what this happened this. Yeah, like there's a, a real live case of mumps. We haven't seen this in 50 years.
1: <laughs> somebody somebody go get you out know. the old books like yeah, so we can learn how know, to deal and with this. he's fine Something and there was no problems memory.
4: and he was never in any 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 danger. Uh-huh. But uh, no. it you know you you have the vaccines and they, and they do that. And that's not to say that there aren't, there aren't cases that can happen from yeah. that, you know, and yeah. most vaccines I think are, are dead vaccines and that's not likely to happen to where you develop the, the thing underneath it. But it, it just shows, you know, but, but we, yeah, it depends on the vaccine, but it's, we're yeah. thinking
3: about yeah. the, the community as a whole. Uh, and that, yeah. So, so uh, I have a couple points. One, there's actually like a huge, I, I see it on Reddit a lot of like, um, People who were raised anti-vax they oh, yeah. become like teenagers and get to decide for themselves. anti mm. anti vaxxers yeah, just go get their shots. It's like a huge like sub. It's, I don't think it's a subreddit. It's not a subreddit. Like, it's just uh, people
0: post about it. Yeah. Subculture.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm, sure. Sure. Um, two. I want to go back to this point about research. Makes like, it sound like a religion. Like you're just rebelling from a religion.
4: It kind of is, I mean, it though. Kind of is. Like that's yeah. that's the way. Because you can't. <laughs>
3: This is this is gonna sound bad to religious people, but um, like, if someone is convinced of something on on faith, mm-hmm. how do you convince them out of that? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you just can't, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not possible. And in that way, it kind of is mm. religion. There's
0: also been a big upswing in people posting about. Like my wife has become anti-vaccination. I didn't know this when I married her. Now she won't let us va- vaccinate our oh. kids. Can I go do this, dude?
3: I thought you were talking like about yourself. For <laughs> no, a, for a, for a <laughs> second there, I thought you were talking about me. No, no,
0: no, no, no. no. Yeah. no these are posts. I was like, yeah. That's awkward. Mary is god. very much.
2: Yeah. How do you have to
4: have your your parental signature on consent to have your children oh, vaccinated? Like, oh my god. And
0: the legal yeah. advice subreddit, like multiple times a week, I'll see people saying like, so my so and so doesn't want to vaccinate her kids. I do. What do I do? I go vaccinate. The one
3: I've seen. Yeah. The one I've seen is. You just do it as I, I, I've
4: taken my kids to be vaccinated, and um, they didn't require any spousal signatures or anything no, to do okay. anything. The one, the so one I've seen is, is like is, an, is anti-vax,
3: an anti-vax, an anti usually mom, who is like, "My husband took and got him vax. What can I do against nothing? Like, you better suck, get those essential out oils out. <laughs> out.
1: You better what? What'd
3: you say? Better get those essential oils out. Rub it out.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, so the research. So,
3: man. I feel like this is a huge topic and something we could talk about a lot, but
1: people are really bad at research (laughs) and just like, and people don't, people haven't, uh, not only are people bad at it, but they don't have enough respect for academic rigor and how freaking hard that is. Like,
3: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, but a lot of
1: people, like a lot of people probably don't know, like very many people who are in like a really intense, like research based, thing like in college or whatever like they don't know people who have like doctorates and so they've never like talked to somebody who's like i I only got six hours of sleep this week because like we're working on some problem you were supposed to get
3: that in any undergraduate degree right like the the uh, there are two required writing courses i think man it's been so long since i've been college but i'm sure it's changed (laughs) i think so but like the second one is supposed to be you're supposed to do a pretty in-depth research paper, right? Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to know research methods and things like that. I don't know that much of it sticks. Right. But like really just like, I think people are really bad at research because they don't, um, they can't discriminate, or at least it seems like some people can't discriminate between sources. Like what's a reliable source and what's not like what's reliable information. What's not, you know, you have, you, you have someone presented and say, look, 97% of scientists are on board with, like, this study, XYZ study. We have all these studies that lay out that have gone through this rigorous academic protocol, right, and said vaccines are fine. Like, these are actually great. We need to do them beneficial. And, but they retort back with, oh, well, I have these three articles that I found on Facebook. And, I mean, I know it's a joke that, like, oh, you know, what you read in a Facebook thread is not... Right, you know, research. But if you know it links you out to a uh, decent-looking website, you know,
4: maybe Mm -hmm. start to trust. It's the Wikipedia slide. You used to not be able to cite Wikipedia now. Apparently, it's allowable to cite Wikipedia. Really? Yeah, is that right? That's what I heard from some a student. You could cite Wikipedia.
1: I mean, I read Wikipedia all the time.
4: I mean, I read it too, but I wouldn't say it's like a a primary source that you could like quote.
3: I don't think anyone would say it's a primary source. It's a secondary source. It's a little academic nerd joke. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone. But, <laughs> I mean, I think it's... I actually think Wikipedia is fine as a secondary source, but you should never rely fully on secondary sources. You have to go back. Right. Yeah. Farther. So. Um, mm. But, and I mean, I'm not even talking about Wikipedia, obviously, but just any other website that looks semi... Real professional or whatever, oftentimes it doesn't even have to do that. I mean, when people taking anecdotes as
1: you know, the facts, yeah, (laughs) well, yeah, and people like have way too much faith in like intuition. It's like intuition isn't rational at all, humans aren't rational creatures. Well, but intuition is a thing though,
3: yeah, there are good things Mm -hmm. about intuition, but
1: there are also like ways that it leads you disastrously wrong, but so. Rationality doesn't necessarily isn't isn't rationality isn't what is rational is not a prerequisite to the way that you feel about something like intuitively mm, though. Is okay. what I'm saying, sure. So yeah. like, we all intuit things. We all ba- make ba- in, we all make decisions based on intuition because if you d- you wouldn't have the time in the day to like actually stop right. and think of everything through all the way to the end to like make mm-hmm. decisions. Yeah, like, we all have genie. to do it. Anyway,
3: watch a good place. Yeah, yeah.
1: We all have to do it, but it's everybody should have. A lot. A lot of people should have a lot more distrust for what they think. Absolutely. Yeah. People irritate me. They trust everything that they think. It's like.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, it's
3: everybody. Go ahead. They. They have that same like religious type thought of like you can't convince them otherwise, that what they think is wrong. Like. They, yeah. take, they take everything on faith. So yeah. Have you
0: guys ever worked for someone who just knew they were right all the time? Worked no? for someone, for someone. Yeah,
3: I've
1: had a, I had a boss previously that was just. I think a lot of people like wrong. that find their way into middle management positions. Yes, yeah, for bad. sure.
0: Like you could, you could present her with genuine proof that she was wrong, and she'd be like, mm, "Well, that's your opinion." And it's like no, I'm showing you the thing.
1: Yeah, it's bad, and they like won't engage with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: which is a great strategy for nothing. Getting corrected,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why as middle management, like you're not going to become, you know, yeah. you're not gonna get to a point that you're like real high up. But you'll people who like really want to be in charge of people seems like will find their way into a position where they're like in charge of people because they're motivated to do that. But that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. Hmm. Yeah, but I that's mean, how I feel about it.
3: Like it's a very human instinct to not want to be wrong, right? Like it's a For little sure. embarrassing. Like, <clears throat> yeah. So it's it's something you have to fight a lot And it's There are other Like I feel like that's a cognitive bias right Of like Wanting to stick with what You've been taught or what you believe And not be proven wrong And I've, There are a lot of other cognitive biases as well That I just don't think The more you're aware of them The more you guard against them But mm-hmm. I just, most people just aren't even aware
4: Yeah I mean I think you yet. definitely <laughs> you, you can only move forward with the information that you have and you have to just make your best decision based on the information you yeah, have, which is why True. we're so interested that's what, that's in getting people yeah. more information. It's important to bear in mind. Um, so, you, you know, you, no one's expecting you to make decisions based on information you don't have. I mean, that's impossible. And if you don't you, know what you don't know, you can't just wait around and say like, well, yeah. cause then you'd just yeah, be yeah. stuck and you'd never move forward. If You say, well, I'm waiting for more information before I make a decision right now yeah, on totally. everything in my life. So you move forward doing the best you can, but at the same time you have to be open to new information and being able to process that based on the information you have and say, how does it fit in? Where does it fit in? Where does this contradict? Where does this create inconsistencies in where I've been in the past? And this, this is for anything, whether you're talking about vaccinations or philosophy or worldview or whatever religion, like how does this, how does this new information that I'm telling me, and you should also vet the source of that information. I mean, you don't just take any information you receive as, as valid as any other information. And, um, you know, I think one of the reasons why you know when you're talking about religion and faith and, and specific things is often that is has been uh, given to us through our parents, the, some of the people we trust the most in the world. So you can see why people would be hesitant to to move right. beyond that because you're hmm. talking about now rejecting one of the most you know uh, yeah, biggest pieces of trust in your life. Yeah, and
1: people do derive um, a lot of meaning and, mm-hmm. and purpose from those stories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So sure, Since it'd be like cutting off one of your legs to to mm-hmm. just give it up all at once. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I actually was thinking of this when you talked about it, but it again relates to religion. One of the best analogies I have heard of the Bible from a Christian viewpoint,
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's slightly different than all of us were raised <laughs> to view the Bible, I think. But like the Bible is like a map of how to live, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a rule book, right? It's not a set of rules. Do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. It's more of like a map to teach you how to live. But if you come into experience with something in the world that doesn't square with it. It's not necessarily that the map is wrong. It might just be that like you're holding it the wrong way, mm-hmm. or you're looking at it the wrong way.
0: It's so, a motorcycle outside, is what you're
3: hearing. Like that's mm-hmm. a yeah, but sure. that's a way to like square what you have mm-hmm. with new information. Mm-hmm. That again, I don't know that most people do. They mo- usually just reject the new information.
4: Sure. Hmm. Well, but I mean, I'd, I'd go if, if I shouldn't you up, say most people. Something. Since you brought up the Bible, I mean, I think it's I, you know, just give another perspective that. I don't think I don't think the Bible is a rule book or a map. I think in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and Christ is the word made flesh. So if Christ is the word made flesh, then the and I Bible have a relationship with Christ, then the word is Christ and I have a relationship with it and a relationship is not a map and a relationship is not a rule book. It's a it's it's a relationship. It's a a one-on-one personal understanding that goes beyond um, anything that you want to 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 put down and and qualitative and qualitate. I mean, how how can I quantitate the relationship I have with you, or with Nate, or with Josh?
1: I think China's working on that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they probably are. They probably are. We're,
1: we're gonna have it. We're gonna have it figured out in the next couple of years, I think. You, you know, know so I mean? so um,
4: the idea that that I, I you know Christianity isn't a religion; it's a relationship, or it should be. And anyone who tries to say that that at its foundational it's not that is really just trying to maybe control behavior, um, but it's uh, you know that doesn't that doesn't mean there aren't things to
3: learn and things we can't talk about. You can't say oh well this was right. my relationship and stuff like that. But it's I uh, think all I, think all I was saying. Amount. I, I think I would agree with that. But I, what I was saying is like the Bible, like it's not your relationship with the Bible; it's your relationship with God in that situation. Mm-hmm. And like the Bible is like your map of how to do that or like a how to guide in some ways, not a rule book though. It's definitely not a rule book.
0: How do we get here from anti-vaxxers? Research.
1: Well, we were the Bible about, said to anti-vax. We kind of got to talking about like the utility of, <laughs> I've heard people say that it's mm-hmm. not even <laughs> the utility of ideas and gotcha. Accepting ideas and not accepting ideas and what criteria you use and stuff. Like I think
3: that. it was me. I went on an anti-religious rant. <laughs> no.
1: Well, my, <clears throat> not
3: really. that jives
4: with religion smacks of ceremony which is again why I talk about relationship and not
1: religion I'm not actually anti-religious that's all I heard
0: what were you saying Nate?
1: I was going to say like what you were saying about the Bible right there it jives a little bit with kind of how I feel about ideas in general like I, I tend to think of ideas as like tools like sometimes you hear you hear like a new idea or a new like philosophy or way of looking at things or whatever and you're like man yeah like that that makes a lot of sense and for a while it's like that's an extremely useful tool when it comes to like navigating your life and the way that you think about the things that you deal with your relationships stuff like that and then eventually like maybe maybe you don't have as much use for that tool anymore and you got to go find a different one or like maybe a new one comes along you're like, oh man that's a lot more that's a lot better that's a lot more convenient or whatever and i just try to hold like rather than what's, having ideas and going this is something that like i'm making like a part of me i just go like this is a tool that i'm going to use for now until like something better and
3: comes what's along. also nice is like once you have that tool like you don't have to like completely discard it. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you're like, Oh, this tool doesn't really explain this situation or help here. So I'm going to use this other tool that actually makes yeah. more sense. So.
1: Yeah. People don't grow. Cause come on. Because tr- I mean, at least m- my idea of it is that like truth is like truth is really nuanced and getting at it can be hard. And so like you may have tools that like, you know, built into the tools or like ideas that may like juxtapose with one another. But both the tools are still useful in your, your philosophical arsenal in, like, different yeah. ways for different situations or whatever. I don't know. I probably have a different – we can get into no. talking about truth if you want. <laughs> I mean, we're halfway there. That's, that's, a whole no, other, I mean, that's a whole other thing. And I'm sure I have a different definition of that than other people like, do. And we, I don't know that mine's any more valid. But. I
3: feel like we as humans, we, like, love the idea of absolutes or, like, maxims. You know what I mean? That is it's like, easy. It's like, like, oh, always yes. this way. Yeah, it's <laughs> so much easier to do, like – And I'm thinking, like, of Kant in particular here. Like, he wanted (laughs) universal maxims to be, like, it has to be this way. Like, it's always this. So, like, his... One of the main ones that he gets critiqued for is, like, it's never okay to lie. Like, that is, like, the universal maxim is, like, that lying is always wrong. And so then someone said, well, what if you are kidnapped by, like, a murderer or a would-be murderer? And you know who they're the person after, you know where they're hiding. And like, so if the murder, if they ask you where that person is, is it ethical in that moment to lie? And pretty much everyone except Kant is like, yes, absolutely. You should lie to that dude. Um, but Kant wants his absolute. He wants it. Yeah. He doesn't want there to be. He, in he, that. He
4: in part, he, he broaches that in a lot of other um, philosophers. I mean, Philosophy is is you know, now we think of it as this like ethereal thing, but philosophy is science, and and it's it's the study of, of that's the original philosophers were trying to explain the world around them and how the world works, and that's and that's what even uh, modern philosophers do, even though we see it as this like ethereal just mind thing. And but what he was drawing on is what we understand as absolutes, such as Newton's second law of thermodynamics, you know, the law of entropy. These are absolutes in our
2: universe.
3: Are they? Yeah, they are. Are they? Are Newton laws absolute? I don't think they are, right? Under lo- relativity? <coughs>
0: I know this that. It depends question. on the Newtonian I mean, laws apply to our solar system and probably galaxy, too. I don't think two, that they're absolute, outside, though. Outside of that, we don't know what's up.
3: I, 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 I might be absolute? wrong, but we I didn't think chase they were absolute under relativity. Yeah,
0: chase, if, if Chase
4: under, was here, maybe, well, maybe he yeah. could have an argument about it. But I think yeah, the idea that is that it, you do have laws and you do have absolutes. Can we text Chase? Yeah, get ready for a well. Long you have text. like
0: uh, you guys yeah. keep talking. I'm
4: gonna to run to the restroom. <clears throat> but anyway, that's I guess that's how I say it. you have to look at it from when they're trying to explain the world around them. They're looking at things like that they've already experienced and the constancy of gravity or the constancy of uh, you know how things decay and break down. You know, you don't set something out in the rain and then expect it to just you know get better. No, it rusts and it breaks down. This is a constant thing in life throughout history. And there's, and they're trying to find those types of things and look for, um, you know, you can call them laws or whatever, but they're, they're trying to make those, those, um, those absolute stick so that, because if there are laws in the universe and we see them in science, then perhaps there are also laws that govern other parts of our lives, not just the, the scientific, um, aspect of them. Um, but and i'm not a scientist so i don't i can't speak exactly to um all the relative how relativity impacts with newtonian physics but uh i haven't i haven't heard anybody say that newtonian laws are somehow
3: superseded or no longer apply
1: they're not complete because they got us to the moon
3: (laughs) well yeah but they might also like break down at the quantum level yeah, that's it's, what I was going to say. It's one like, of these things.
1: New- Newtonian physics is like, it's like perfect if you're talking about sort of our level and the things that we can deal with. Right. But like, yeah, like the rules, the rules change a little bit. Like when you get down to but so that, talking about that like makes it theory and not where, absolute, right? You get weird stuff.
2: Yeah.
4: I don't, I don't know. Now you're talking they about they do, like quantum and Ant-Man and stuff and I'm totally <laughs> lost. But.
3: I don't, I don't understand this stuff very well either. I don't get it at all. I just know it exists. <laughs> uh. Um.
4: Well, and I think, in like, to, oh, okay. well, I was, you know, and, but when you're talking about some of that stuff, I think, and even, uh, you know, the difference between theories and and what and what they've determined as laws. I mean, I think you're right that there are certainly laws um, that people do research on, and they say, oh, well, your research doesn't comply with such and such, you know, law that we are aware of, and they find ways around it. You know, they say, "Well, it doesn't quite meet with that," but my research still holds true. And you know, because because a lot of yeah, because we don't know, we don't know why. To this day, we still have no idea what gravity is. Nobody knows what gravity is. All we know is the effects that it has, and we try and measure it. And we like no one no one knows what it is. That was really philosophical. It is, sure, or scientific, maybe I don't know, but it's it's the so I to mean, some degree, like we we're still looking for these answers, and we're able to see the, the, the effects of answer. things.
3: The facile answer is gravity is the name that we have given to this effect. Right. To or, the effect. Right. 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 I mean, that's that is what it is. Like there's effect. I mean, I don't know what, what other explanation we're the supposed effect? to say. Is it
4: just mass? Is it mass in motion? Is it you know, we don't I mean then you're getting to
3: causes. That. I mean it's not what it
1: is. Well, and there's certain things that we can say about gravity. Well, we're not not Uh, trying to talk about gravity,
4: so I'm not going to. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't have brought up gravity. Sorry. No,
1: you could have brought up anything and I would have just like latched onto that. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, the idea that but there are certain things that are,
4: I think, more absolute than others. When we think about the the, when we think about scientific laws and, and trying to to apply them and stuff and, like I said, I've just I've yeah. been reading a book in which um, talks a lot about the the law of entropy, and how things break down and that's like a constant and if you. If you present research or something that somehow contradicts the law of entropy, then you're probably not going to get very far because, you know, it's it's
1: one of those absolutes that
4: everyone says, it's like, no, this is the way the world functions. Listen, like, stupid. This yeah. is the
1: direction we're going in. So yeah. take that hippie <laughs> crap and get out of here.
4: <laughs> but
3: it's... Uh, <clears throat>
2: I'm
3: back. I'm, I'm, I've asked Chase and he... Is probably gonna smack me down on this. So I'm probably wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> I asked him if uh Newtonian laws are absolute and he says as far as we've ever observed hmm. is what he's texted so far. Sure.
1: sure. So I'm but it probably on what you're just talking about
3: completely misguided on that point.
1: <laughs> because subatomic particles don't behave like planets. Right. So yeah, like the Newtonian physics are right on. But it just depends on what questions you're asking.
4: Perhaps
3: yeah that's
4: fair i don't want my subatomic particles to behave like planets that sounds like planetary appropriation
1: so eric weinstein this guy he's like anyway he's been on the podcast and stuff Er, he's also
0: on uh, armchair expert last week and it was a really good episode is eric the
1: yes harvey is
0: the is the one that you kept mixing up last week eric is the the evolutionary biologist right
1: what? Harvey Weinstein is the, like, movie guy. That <laughs> yeah, he's the before. one that you kept mixing up last week when we were talking about it. Did I? Yeah. Okay, so, like, there's Eric, and then there's because there's two brother. brothers, the two Weinstein brothers. I don't know his brother's name. So Eric was the one that was the professor at uh, the crazy college that went crazy? Yeah, he's the evolutionary biologist, yeah. Okay, that's him. not him, the other one, the other Weinstein. He's, like, um, he's primarily, like, a mathematician, but he gets into physics and stuff because physics is so, like, sure. math heavy. But, like, one of the things that he talks about with physics is that he was comparing he was talking about like wave particle duality or whatever and he was saying that like the reason why probability is such a big deal in um what would you call that Rel- relativistic physics or quantum quantum physics, physics. Yeah. The reason why that's such a big deal in like quantum physics or whatever is because the quality of the questions is poor because we mm. don't understand it enough to ask good questions. Sure. He's like, so if you were talking about a wave, so like if you're if you were like standing on a beach and you were talking about a wave, he's like, you can measure the height of the wave. The wave covers you know this mm. much of the beach or whatever when it comes in. But if I asked you where is the wave, you would be like, that's a bad question to ask of a wave. The ocean. Right. It's and so an he was ocean. saying like a lot of the, the a lot of like the sort of things that seem like vagaries and like quantum mechanics and stuff is like is a, it's a result of like bad questions like if we just asked better questions we wouldn't mm-hmm. have to deal quite so much with like well probabilistically mm-hmm. speaking blah 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 yeah, like- but
3: we're at, we're at the point where we don't know what we don't know
1: Right, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think Which Josh said I need, I need to the watch the video where he talks about that again, <laughs> but back I, I think that's kind of the I think that's kind of like the crux of like what he's getting to is that like we're reaching the end of our understanding of these things and so our questions aren't very good.
3: Sure. Okay, so Chase just completely disagreed with me. Chase is
1: having a uh,
3: guest <laughs> well, a- guest appearance on the podcast. On the
1: text. That is on. Isaac Newton is like definitely one of Chase's like heroes. Oh. So maybe he way. was the wrong person to ask. <laughs> I'm not saying he Chase said, is wrong.
3: So but he said, things exist as potential until observed by an outside source, doesn't contradict the three laws of thermodynamics, and in relativity, all the energy is preserved, it just manifests in different forms, and is very predictable with Maxwell's equations.
0: Whatever, Chase. If you wanted to be here to talk about it, you should have been here.
3: <laughs> Newton's <laughs> law doesn't exist. Do We're going with that, stance. that? <laughs> Do you think he'll ever hear that? Will he listen to the... He'll listen, yeah. He listens uh, to all our episodes. Oh, he does? I don't yeah. listen. You don't it. listen back to our <laughs> episodes? <laughs> Why would I listen to myself talk? He was here. Mm-hmm. Sounds awful. He was here for it. Yep.
0: I definitely listen back to our episodes probably six times because I have to edit them and then I listen sure, to them that's fair. to make sure properly. You sure could they listen to it properly. just to <laughs> critique Josh's handiwork.
4: Oh, yeah, please
0: sure. do. <laughs> Send me letters. That's fine. Black Mesa Radio. That applies to you too, listeners. Gmail.com. Yes, please.
4: Was there, a, was there a third topic?
0: No, that was the only ones that I had brought. If you guys brought your own topic, we can definitely talk about that. We're at an hour and 20 minutes now, so we can keep going or we can stop. It's up to you guys.
3: Hmm. I could talk for days, just whatever the topic is. Days and days and days. I'm trying to think if I have any other topics that sound interesting.
0: Andrew, how has not being on Facebook affected your life?
4: Uh, actually, it's been liberating. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was. You yeah. know, I was I was waning my Facebook use anyway, according to mm-hmm. Apple's f- app tracker nonsense <laughs> that now tells me how many hours I spent on everything. I was only spending like 20 minutes a day on it anyway. Uh-huh. But
1: so, would you say Apple's uh, analysis of your behavior helped like inform
4: your decision? No, I also find their stuff annoying. That pops up and tells me how long I've been spending. I'm like, stop <laughs> okay. tracking me. That's yeah. Leave you know, me alone. it's like a nanny state. Yeah. but uh, you when know, we all signed up for yeah.
1: it. No, but it's a company though, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Fine.
4: But no, the, but I. But beyond the the actual just use of Facebook, it was the feeling the need to check it and clear notifications and like yeah. make sure. You know, and I—I I know I could just turn notifications off, but then there was a fear like, well, maybe I missed something important, FOMO, or yeah, stuff like FOMO. that. FOMO, and
0: it's a real thing. So
4: now, just literally, just did, had never literally deleting it and moving on and saying, I, I you know, I, yeah, I spend, I feel more quality time with my kids and
3: stuff like that. You know, I might not
4: feel pulled away. And
3: uh, you know, maybe it's not for everybody. But you may—you may have just convinced me to quit. I've, yeah, I'm the same way. I've been like waning. Mm-hmm. On okay,
0: it for but, years, but would you quit Reddit? Because no. <laughs> your time, you just shifted from Facebook to Reddit is what well, you've done. I mean,
4: yeah, but there's, but there are also I'm different on interactions. These days, like, a lot more
1: than I'm on Facebook. Twitter, Twitter rules. Man.
4: If you feel like you're getting something maybe, out of it, yeah. maybe it does. Then you know <laughs> that's the thing. Like I just, I, know, I felt, I honestly felt like out. I was not receiving any All, benefit from it anymore. The it was only benefit, negative, I'm
3: getting from facebook is seeing pictures of my nieces and nephews Mm -hmm. like
0: sure does make it easy to communicate articles with you guys though for the podcast
3: mm, yeah sure. i mean there's fine josh i'm just saying
0: but i could i can set up a wire i will
3: will keep in my same facebook loop no no no, no. you could totally (laughs) checking it for five minutes every day
0: you could totally get out of it and i can just set us up a wire page where we just post the articles and stuff
3: but I mean, like, you this know, is fine. if you if you replace your time with Facebook on <laughs> <laughs> Reddit,
4: and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, if you feel like Reddit is giving you something that is worth your time, is hmm. it? You it's know, that's your decision, not mine. I'm just saying, like, it's, I'm spending all my time on it. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that all social media is bad, or even that Facebook is wrong. If you, you know, a lot of people use it to interact, and they have businesses and they do stuff, and that's great for them. But I wasn't participating in any of that, so it just was a time suck.
2: Yeah,
4: same. Um, and so I was moving I'm on to other s- stuff.
3: The only time I get sucked into Facebook, mm-hmm. it's usually for bad reasons, i.e. arguing with someone about politics, which sure. is never a good idea. Nope. Ever. You do it all the mm-hmm. time. It's <laughs> Hey.
4: It's not <laughs> beneficial.
3: Hey, we don't we don't need any comments from the peanut gallery here Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy. Have you ever changed <laughs> anyone's mind?
0: I enjoy watching the back and forth. I read all of your, have you ever had all success? of your political arguments.
3: I thought one time that I might have made a dent with uh-huh. someone that I didn't even know. Uh-huh. But I don't know if that's actually accurate.
0: So I just realized that the computer, since I have a live stream coming from the computer for our bumps and stuff. Yeah. Every time my computer updates, we're getting a little So sorry, listeners. I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized, because I've been hearing it, and I didn't think anything about it.
1: But yeah, I didn't realize you guys
0: were all hearing
2: it too. This is fine.
0: Anyway.
1: I've been sitting still long enough that it's starting to get cold out here. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) we can do this. That sounds like a perfect time to call a podcast. (laughs) We can do that. Just exit out of here because we got
0: exit music too this is exit on the end of every music. podcast by the way so listeners uh wow. thank you for sorry guys <laughs> thank you for tuning in uh please like and subscribe on the google play app and itunes leave us some reviews that helps us uh aggregate to the masses and uh check us out on com. so we'll see you later